Hello and welcome to The Fostered. I'm your host, Angel Foster, and today we have a solo episode. I've been really loving, well, first of all, before I even get into that, your girl has been consistent with the pod. Like, we have had episodes coming out, maybe not on a Monday like I've always intended to, but they've been coming out almost near near weekly, and I'm just so proud of myself in that aspect because it feels so good to do the things that you say you're gonna do I mean if you've been listening to if you've been listening to the pod for a while then you know like I have not been consistent and if you struggle with consistency then maybe you can relate to (laughs) the joy I feel and the fact that we've been consistent lately but yeah I just wanted to celebrate that little win because it just feels really good to be recording and knowing that this may come out tomorrow, which is Monday, or it may come out later in the week, but it will sure for sure come out this week. This last week, I had my mom here, and that was quite interesting. I was actually a little bit nervous about like having her come because me and my mom have an interesting relationship. Um, we spent some time where we weren't talking earlier this year, and we're working on healing our relationship. And so I was just nervous about her coming because she visited me in LA in January and it didn't go smoothly to say the least and she was saying this time she wanted things to be a lot different and I I wanted that too like I don't really love like arguing and I don't love like toxic situations like I really like for all of us to be you know smooth and like just peaceful and so I just did my best to make sure I was in the best mental space and before like I had to spend a whole day with her like when we're doing activities and stuff I listened to this meditation it was on the open app and it was the one called transcendent love and I just kind of put that on not even thinking much about it but what he said in the meditation was when he literally started talking about exactly what I was feeling which was kind of wild he was saying that basically if you have someone in your life that brings up difficult feelings for you what would it feel like to just wish them the most happiness and just want them to be happy and he had me like sit and think about that having that frame of reference of just like wanting her to be happy just made me feel a lot lighter and I just held on to that throughout the whole weekend like I just want you to be happy and not to a point where I'm like sacrificing my own integrity or like sacrificing my own happiness because I'm not trying to do that but it just I don't know it just made me feel so much lighter because I'm like I just want you to be happy in the same way that I want to be happy in thinking of that like everything just went smoothly and I don't know I just felt really good and I feel like we she like I felt like she was happy I texted her she said she was happy and I'm glad that we didn't get into any arguments mainly because it just doesn't feel good to constantly be in a state of like anger and resentment but it is hard I'm the oldest daughter she had me when she was very young and we basically grew up together and like she admits that and she admits her fault I just don't think it's an easy thing to like have children (laughs) I think is what I'm learning especially to have children so young I mean you're basically a baby yourself and I think it's hard when like you're not really planning on having these kids or like having kids because you don't know really like how to offer that love to them and like she dealt with a lot from my grandma and so we're like we're actively just trying to break these generational cycles but I feel like if if there are any older or eldest daughters listening like you guys know how hard it is to be because like you're the base you're basically the one that you're getting all the mistakes made on and I think I'm finally at a point where I'm like able to forgive my mom for a lot of the hurt and the wrongdoings because I just don't want to hold on to that anymore and I feel like she knows my mom 
has apologized a lot and she's really understanding. And I think I'm just ready to move past a lot of it. And so I think that is also what contributed to us like having a really good weekend. It's like, I just don't really even want to hold on to a lot of the stuff in my childhood, like that stuff I'm working through. And it'd be one thing if like she wasn't acknowledging it, which like for a long time, I feel like she wasn't, which is why we had like a lot of arguments, but she's been really keen to like own up to it and like attempt to do better. And I feel like as long as somebody's trying to do better and like be there for you, like that, that's really all I'm asking. The effort that she's been putting in has really allowed me to just want to push past a lot of it and just focus on healing and like how we can be better. My mom also has like a lot of health issues too. And, you know, just not knowing like how much longer I'll have her for and like how do I want to spend the rest of my time with her is also of importance to me. And I think I think we're just at a place now where it's like okay to move past it and and like to just work on building a relationship and just like remaining kind to each other. All in all, I was just saying that to say like I really enjoyed having my mom here this weekend and like showing her all around Oakland. I was just talking to my friend Robin earlier. We went to a workout together and we got coffee afterwards and during that, I was telling her, like, about this time last year, I had to move back in with my mom because, one, I was just trying to save money, and it was just a weird-ass time. And I just felt so—I was so depressed and so sad to be, like, living back with my mom um, during that time. And she was like, well, now look at you. Like, your mom is coming to visit you in California. And I didn't even think about that. And so was just, I was just so grateful to have that reflected back to me. Because, yeah, this time last year, I was literally living with her, living in my mom's house, going through the worst depression. But now I have my mom. She can literally come visit me in my own space in a whole new place where none of us, like none of my family has ever even been or lived. And so it's just really amazing. And I just feel really, really grateful. So, yeah, on to some, I want to say lighter, but maybe not even. <laughs> so I went to New York for work this past week and that was amazing because I had never been to New York before and it was really cool but something I learned while being there is that I am terrified of doing things alone which is I don't know <laughs> I haven't really traveled alone much before or ever and I have a boyfriend and I often go places with him and during this trip like I was not for I won't say forced but there was a Part, there was a time where I had to like walk back by myself from one of the places and I just got overwhelmed and like started crying <laughs> and I was like this is such a stupid thing to be crying about and it made me be like okay when we get back to the bay like I need to be taking myself on more solo dates which has been a goal of mine for a minute but now I feel like I feel like it's even more important that I do it now because of how scared I was to like be alone in the city and I'm like, why am I so afraid to do stuff by myself? And like, yeah, New York is definitely overwhelming and like not easy city to like navigate. Like my maps wasn't working. It was raining all crazy. And I was just extremely overwhelmed. But it's not just New York. Like I have, I just haven't done much like by myself. And I don't get, I don't offer myself that much alone time. And the alone time that I do get like I'm often distracting myself either with shows or music or podcasts or whatever and during that time like during that walk I'm like I really don't know who I am or like who I want to be these are like these are the questions that you only can really answer when you spend enough time with yourself to really delve into like who the hell am I and so I feel like taking yourself on solo dates is a really great way to learn more about yourself and we have a because I was so scared to ride the subway too by myself 
And we have a public transit system that's literally like can take me right into San Francisco. And it's actually way more efficient than driving everywhere. And so I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just ride that and go into the city and just, and like on, like when I was in the subway in New York, like my phone didn't work. And so I was like, maybe, I don't know. It just feels like a good way to dive deeper, dive deeper into myself by like taking myself on more of these solo dates. But yeah, it just had me thinking like how much of my time, like I've literally had a boyfriend since I was 14, I want to say. And Having somebody, like, every boyfriend I had, he always had a car or had access to a car. And so because of that, I didn't even learn how to drive until after I graduated from college. I always kind of have somebody there to do things or, like, distract me. Or if I don't have someone to distract me, like, I'm always distracting myself. And I just feel like this is a good time for me now to really dive into myself, like, learn more about myself. Um, I just turned 26 not too long ago. And so I've just been thinking about like how do I want to spend the rest of my 20s and I feel like that's kind of what age forces you to do like when you get older I feel like you think about time in a different way and now that I'm on the second half of my 20s I'm just thinking more and more about that I also heard recently on something it was saying like it takes effort to lead an interesting life and I feel like my life is interesting, but I definitely feel like there's ways that it can be amped up. And it's like, it takes effort to just lead a life that's beautiful and like constantly distracting myself with Netflix or whatever, I feel like will not lead me to the life that I really want to live. But I won't know what kind of life I want to live if I don't like really take that time to dive in and spend time alone with myself. And so that is my goal (laughs) for the rest of this year. Um, It's like, just build confidence because that's what what that's really what it was. I didn't feel confident in New York being alone by myself. And I think, well, <laughs> so I'm half saying this, but like there is a serial killer on the loose in Oakland apparently. And so I'm like, I want to go out and like be by myself. But I'm also like, oh, there's a serial killer. But there's always going to be a serial killer that keeps you from going out. Like there's always going to be a big boogeyman. Like I just need to find ways to spend my, spend time alone by myself. And maybe that doesn't have to be going into San Francisco. Like maybe that can be next time I'm alone in my apartment, like just not putting on that podcast and just like keeping, like just letting the voices come or like just letting the, like allowing that introspection in um, and not distracting myself. I think journaling too is a great way to offer more introspection um, without having to like take yourself on a solo date. I think too, like also like not being on my phone as much can help because I, when I'm finding myself talking about stuff lately, I'm like, oh, I saw this TikTok and I hate that. I hate starting any sentence being like, I saw this TikTok and da 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 da. Like, not there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like I don't want all my thoughts to be coming from TikTok or Instagram. Like, I love reading, I love books. Like, I love to be talking more about that and. Yeah, I just don't want, like, my whole life to be about social media. And I think that's what I was trying to say about, like, leading an interesting life. Like, it's so easy to just hop on your phone and, like, watch a bunch of people live their lives and, you know, do do whatever. And I'm definitely not judging that. that. I don't think anything is wrong with that. But I think if you truly want to lead a life that's, like, really beautiful and interesting, like, you have to get out here and live it. And that's what I've been scared to do, especially by myself. Um, Like, one of my big goals is I really want to do a solo trip but like that scares the hell out of me because I'm like I don't know how to be away from my boyfriend one I just love him and I just want to spend like all my time with him but two I'm like 
I still want to be my own person. And I don't know. It's just, it's just like the concept of that. It seems so scary, but it also seems so exciting to like go on a trip by yourself where you don't know anybody, but you like meet people and you figure it out, especially if like you don't speak the language or, you know, and so these are the things I learned while being in New York that I really wanted to like bring back with me here and just really get confident in being alone. Because I feel like if you can like go somewhere by yourself and like be okay being alone, like that, that makes you feel so confident. Like when I walked back, like, yeah, I was crying, but I felt good like that I found my way back. And it builds your self-esteem in a way that I don't think anything else can. Like, even, like, when I learned how to drive and I started, like, finally being able to drive by myself, like, that felt so good to not have to depend on a dude to, like, drive me anywhere for the first time in my life. Or your parents or, you know, whatever. But when I finally learned, I'm like, how did this take me this long, you know? I just want to get things quicker. Like, I don't want to wait forever for me to finally be able to do certain things like I want to be able to do stuff when I want to do it and that's the thing too like there's so many things like that are just interests that are specific to me that like my friends or my boyfriend may not have and like that's where I feel like a solo date is great because like I don't have to wait on someone to find someone that is interested in that or just like bring my boyfriend along for something that you know he may not really be into like for example, Sabrina Carpenter. I don't know if y'all into her. She's um, coming to San Francisco next weekend. And I'm like, maybe I'll go see her by myself and just do that. Because, like, my boyfriend does not like Sabrina. <laughs> he does not like Sabrina Carpenter. But I do. And I don't have any friends, I think, that like her. So I'm like, maybe that'll be just something I do by myself. I'll keep y'all posted if I do, if I do do that. If I do decide to do that. I pretty much talked about, like, what I'm trying to foster in this whole episode. Which is basically fostering more confidence. No, you're good. <laughs> which is basically like fostering more confidence and going on more solo dates. I will definitely keep y'all posted on this journey. And if you have any solo date ideas, please let me know because I'm like, what can I do alone? But thank you so much for listening slash watching if you're watching on YouTube. And I hope y'all have a good week. Please let me know what you're fostering and talk to you soon. Bye.